welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I'll read the first fanfiction that I ever wrote. I am joined once again by Duncan, and we have an interesting temperature change in our home that we uh we haven't reported on the, what the temperature has been like in our home for a while. So I'm here to let you know it is cold. It's hot. Uh, no, no, shut up, Duncan. It's very cold. Duncan's wearing a jacket. I'm wrapped up in this blanket that was given to us by Chanel that looks like a tortilla. It's and someone has died in the floor above us. <laughs> it is uh, very, very cold. So I'm very cold and I'm very sleepy. But here we are. And uh, we want to give a shout out before the episode begins to the birthday bitch. It's Chanel, our second best friend. This episode will be out after her birthday, but her birthday is the 19th. She'll be turning 25. Happy birthday, Chanel. This Happy epi- birthday, Chanel. Yeah, this episode's for her. As we're recording this, I'm preparing for her birthday party, which is uh, tomorrow. So very exciting. Uh, Chanel, by the time you listen to this, happy birthday. You've been 25 for like two days. Congratulations. Yay. Duncan, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's not your birthday. No. Yeah, no. Uh, Duncan, do you remember what happened in the last chapter? I ask you this every week. I'm sorry that I put all the pressure on you. I think I do. All it's right. like I, I put together a chapter uh, recap for no one's benefit. I just like do it. I'm just going to put all the pressure on the other person anyway. So here's what happened. Okay. Um, uh, Elle was in the locker room pre-gaming for her wedding. Um, okay. And <laughs> uh, and then um, the Gabby or someone walked in. It was like, Gabby. I brought my boyfriend... Uh, Luke Wilson, International yes. Super Spy. Yes. And then Elle said, how dare you? You gotta kick him out. And then uh, she said, no. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was weird that they wouldn't remove him from the wedding. Yeah. And then he, like, threatens her at the wedding after all that. Yeah, that's what, yeah. And then they uh, they proceed with the wedding as normal. You gave us a little rendition of the, the wedding march. Oh, yeah, with the little frill at the beginning. That confused me. The little wet, a wedding march with the surrey on and top. And you, you didn't write your own vows, but Bill did. But we didn't hear him. That was embarrassing to you when your hands were shaky. And then you drove to the wedding reception. Is it a different location? Yeah. Where you uh, punched Bill right in the face with a piece oh, of wedding cake. Oh, with the cake. cake. And there was a food fight. And then there was a horrible food fight. Many died. <laughs> Many casualties. And then Luke <laughs> pulled you into a dark corner. Yes. And said, um, why are you mad at me? <laughs> and then he said, um, as gonna, if he's done nothing wrong. I'm gonna kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's all correct. And something that I think we neglected to discuss in the previous chapter, which is missing from the actual content of the chapter, is a description of Elle's wedding dress. I wish I had gotten to hear more about it. So I'm pretty sure that was a thing. But we got no mention. This is her wedding to Bill. That's her dream man. And we don't even get we don't even get a wedding dress description. Come now. Green? Green? Green wedding dress? It is the, the world, I gotta tell you this, Al. The, it's the noisiest day of history. It's it's the the world itself has become noisy. <laughs> it's too noisy. This is why we don't record this late. I don't do you think it's noisier at night? It's a Friday night and we're in recording my podcast about fan fiction and the world will not stop for us. So our apologies to everyone that we're trying to have a nice quiet evening in, cuddled into this tortilla blanket. The world has decided not to stop. Who are you apologizing to? The listeners. For the noise. For the noise. It's I mean, just I polite. apologize to the noise coming out of my mouth. <laughs> for all that garbage you're spewing. <laughs> Yes, I apologize for that as well. <laughs> I'm sorry you have to pollute your ears with this nonsense. 
but uh, we're we're glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I'm kind of upset in the aftermath of now seeing that the wedding is essentially wrapped up. I feel like the whole thing was surprisingly anticlimactic, considering the wedding is the thing you build up to. Like in Fifty Shades, that's what they build up to for you know multiple books. I don't know. I'm kind of going off of the movie posters uh, because I haven't actually read them. But this was the wedding to the big to the big man to the to the bill, and it was just whatever. Like the star was Luke Wilson. Why did you pick the Fifty Shades trilogy if you haven't read it and haven't seen the movies? Because it builds up to the movie in the last one. It builds up to a wedding in the final film. Yes, everyone knows that. There must be another example. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going off of about other... Twilight. Uh, yeah, yeah, another one where they it ends with a wedding. It builds go. up to the wedding. Wedding is considered like the final act. Like uh, the other things can happen afterwards, but. But I think this is a more accurate reflection of uh, reality. You know, your life isn't built around the totems that it's supposed to be built around. In the end, what you remember are the smaller moments that surround them. The smaller moments, like being shot, and your foster son going missing. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the focus right now is my ex-secret uh, spy uh, fiancé. Yeah, fiancé, because we never got le- legally married. Yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm a little peeved, but I will move on. I can't hold too many issues with this story. I already have enough qualms. Simply not enough room for more. So here's how the dress looked. Okay. Empire Pink. waist. Oh, okay. Interesting start. Green. Okay. <laughs> but the veil is pink. Oh! Little Grinch motif. <laughs> and um it's the front is is like halfway down the thighs. Oh high low? Yeah, the back yeah. is like twenty five feet long. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need a whole a whole uh uh entourage of helpers yeah. carrying along uh, yeah. mice. They're yeah. all mice, mice that are carrying you <laughs> along behind you. Can I can I offer a suggestion? Yes. Velvet. It's a velvet. Yeah, shirt. it's all velvet. <laughs> Okay, yes. And okay. she's so Printed on the velvet oh, God. in darker green. <laughs> the stars and moons. Wow. What a vision you have. I can see a future for you as a designer. Um you know I was on season three of Project Runway. Oh. This was your debut uh dress. They said you you made it work. Yeah, that's what Tim Brown <laughs> said. He pulled me aside off camera and he said he he looked at me, he took off his glasses and he said, I just want you to know. That you did make it work. You made it work. <laughs> <laughs> it's why we actually have met Tim Gunn. He he critiqued our co- Halloween costume this year. He specifically did not tell us that we made it work. No, so yeah. We're, That's we're, why we didn't win. <laughs> yeah, that might be why we didn't win. Yeah, we were in the top 25, which was very exciting, though. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what he said to us specifically. He's, he seemed to like our costume. I don't think that he had heard of a series of unfortunate events. Really? I don't remember. Seems impossible. Duncan was Count Olaf. I was Sunny. No, I was Violet, and we had a Sunny. I'm not sure if we talked about it on the podcast, but I'll post. That'll be our photo for this week. It'll be our Halloween costume if I haven't posted it already. It's a pretty good costume. Very exciting. Are you uh, ready to hear what the title of the chapter is this week, Duncan? Yes. All right. The title of the chapter is You What? (laughs) Interesting. All right. All right. I can dig it. uh, The description uh, matches. It is What Did She Do? (laughs) (laughs) I like this. 
Something about this is understated enough yeah. that I appreciate. I was so when I was putting this together, I was surprisingly into it. I was like, I like this uh, simplicity. It works. Yeah, I don't know if I'm finding an ironic humor in it. I suppose I am. I don't think that there's anything ironic about anything here. I think it's all very intentional. No, no, no I'm casting my own ironic game. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Like, I don't think any. But what I mean to say is, it's intentionally serious, not intentionally funny. Or intentionally ironic. There are some intentional jokes in Forgotten Memories. Yeah, and they're hilarious. Like, uh... That water joke? Yeah, yeah. They're like, no, your water's right here. Oh, knee slapper. <laughs> I just did a chef's kiss. <laughs> yes, it's true. We do have some divine comedy here. <laughs> All right, are you ready to get into the chapter, Duncan? L? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. After we left the reception, we went back to the hotel. Also, I guess we I guess we still live in a hotel. Sad. Where are they? Uh, New York, I think. That's where we were going to college. I'm pretty sure. Do they live anywhere? Uh, I guess not. As I thought the whole point was we were supposed to be going on tour, but then we had to go to college briefly, and then I decided to get married. But it's been four months since we I came back from Satomaru, Romania, Hungary for the second time. Oh God, there's so much that's happened already. So. I get, I'm assuming we haven't moved because there's been no mention of it, but, you know, why am I even entertaining this with an answer? There is no answer. I don't know where we are. Where do they keep their stuff? I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. They live out of one big suitcase. It's like a Mary Poppins bag. Ooh, that would be convenient. Yeah. There are, like, lamps in there. Me and Bill had to start packing for our honeymoon, which was tomorrow. Packing oh, what? What yeah. stuff? I thought <laughs> they brought everything with them we, everywhere. Yeah, we own nothing. She's wearing her wedding dress to the honeymoon. When we finished, we went straight to sleep. I woke up to both Jumbi and Katarzyna crying. So the implication is that they're packing the things that they keep in their hotel room, right? Yeah. Because, but they're going to leave some stuff there. Yeah, because that's their house. That's their house is their <laughs> hotel. Because you don't say, I'm going to pack for my honeymoon from a hotel. hotel you just, yeah. you pack back up. Yeah, that's true. And I assume they're going to leave the babies with someone. I guess so. I don't want the babies yeah, to come. So. Who cares about the babies? <laughs> I mean, who cares about Katarzyna? No, I was about to say. I bet Jumbi started it. And Were there any results on, did you ask the listeners? I did not do a poll, but I, I, I've been meaning to do one. So I think I think it's a very difficult question to answer. Maybe people don't feel as comfortable picking a child as we do. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy. One of them is named Jumbi. Oh my God. <laughs> I turned over and looked at my alarm clock. Ah, it's three in the morning. Me and Bill got up. Oh, they got an early flight. Oh, boy. No, I think they're just taking care of the babies, as parents do. Oh, I, yeah. I had forgotten the previous sentence already. <laughs> I forgot about the presence of the babies. Maybe I'm baby. <laughs> Duncan is baby. <laughs> Me and Bill got up. I picked up Katarzyna and Bill got Jumbi. We laid back down and put them between us. Oh, God. You know, uh, very quickly, I'd like to sidetrack. I'm going to predict something really quick, because this is one of my favorite stories about my babyhood is that my mom used to leave me in the middle of the bed between me between my parents and my dad one time rolled over on top of me and he didn't even know until I was going like Meh, like crying and then my mom woke up and she was like Mal you're on the baby and then he woke up and got off of me so I'm going to predict that that's what's about to happen I think you'd take after your dad in that way rolling over babies in my sleep you're uh you're always very rude in your sleep and don't realize it Stop! i swear i'm trying to be nice oh why are you gonna attack me on my own podcast 
I steal the blankets from him sometimes and he just won't let it go. But let it be known, Duncan sleep fights and sleep yells. Like Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, except real. <laughs> Ever since they caught colds, they've always wanted to stay in bed with us. So we pretty much wake up every night to get them. I twirled pieces of Katarzyna's hair. She's a baby. How is her hair long enough to do that? Some babies have good hair. I mean, but even then, it's not long enough to twirl. It's a baby. You don't need that much hair to twirl. And some babies are born with already a significant amount of hair. I guess. Maybe Katarzyna had nice hair already. She's got long hair. She smiled and held her hand out to me. I took it and kissed her small fingers. I pulled her close to me and kissed her head. She is so adorable. See? I hate we, this. we love Katarzyna. Where's the Jumbi love? <laughs> Jumbi's knocked out with dumbass Bill. We don't we don't stand Jumbi in this house. I don't have to be a guest on this podcast. <laughs> this is where you draw the line. You have a writer now and your only th- I am on your writer is that Jumbi be the more significant twin. Yes. <laughs> I'll neg- we'll negotiate that behind the scenes. I looked next to me and saw Bill and Jumbi had fallen asleep already. I smiled and fell asleep. The next day, we were up early to get on our plane. Is we were this the up, next day or I, the I next day? I, I think it's like 3 a.m., but like like 7 a.m. Okay. I guess our flight isn't that early because we're already up at 3 a.m. That's fine. Maybe oh. they usually get up at 9. Maybe. We were really tired since Jumbi and Katarzyna kept us up. They had woken up two more times last night. Oh, well, they bad, barely got any more sleep. Bad babies. There okay. are two of them. It's true, but they're annoying waking up too much they're like what five months old now it seems i like don't know how babies work but more than twice as likely to get woken up because the other by two crying. babies yeah because the minute wake, one's they'll upset. wake each other up yeah it's a domino effect i bet jumbi cried every time started it i hated leaving them like that oh no oh duncan's leaving the duncan's leaving the show oh my god the most dramatic thing in my first fan fiction history duncan has exited the room jumbi is the good baby well, I guess it's just us now, listeners. All right. As we were leaving, Jumbi and Katarzyna started crying. I hated having to leave them like that. Karina said she had it under control, though. All right, we've reached an impasse. There's a line that isn't L. Again. I need you to read this line. I demand an apology. Uh, I'm, I acknowledge your feelings. That's not an apology. <laughs> it worked on The Bachelor. Okay, but he is back. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to read your line until I receive an apology for, for your Jumbi slander. Oh. Well, shouldn't I apologize to Jumbi, not you? No. I'm sorry, the baby you like. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I. I'm sorry that I. Slandered Jumbi. Slandered Jumbi. End of apology. The stupid baby. All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> Not going to be able to finish your podcast. <laughs> All right, end of episode, everyone. See you next week. You can follow us on Twitter, my friend FanPod. Thank you for your apology. I accept. I, I'm going to cut this whole, whole bit out so you won't have actually heard me apologize. We'll just hear Duncan returning. <laughs> if you do that i won't guest again <laughs> you don't have a choice you live with me i'll just follow you around with a microphone <laughs> so what what did i miss <laughs> uh we're leaving the babies with katarzyna i mean no katarzyna's a baby we're leaving the babies with karina will you relax already huh you spaced out again didn't you sorry just go on your honeymoon i'm just tired i'm tired from having a baby 
She pushed me out of the room and closed the door. After that, we went to the airport. I was extremely tired, so I bought a Mountain Dew. I like okay. that. That's funny. <laughs> a Mountain Dew? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's what people do. They have a soda when they're tired. Yeah, Mountain Dew is notable for having a lot of caffeine. Yeah. When you were a, a little baby, did you do that? Did mm. you drink Mountain Dew? No, I don't particularly like Mountain Dew. I wouldn't figure. Yeah, I'm a big uh, diet. Uh, no, Coke Zero girl. You love Coke Zero. I do. Yeah, and I, I don't, I, I guess I drank it more than when I was an adult. I drank it when I was a kid, as kids do. They love soda, but yeah. I do not particularly like Mountain well, Dew. Here's what I like about this, actually. The more I think about it, the more this does seem like the kind of thing that you would do at an airport. Yes. Because you always do weird things yeah. when you're at the airport. You buy Mountain Dew at 9 a.m. and also, like, a burger. <laughs> you yeah, <know>? maybe. <laughs> Yeah, so I like that. I, yeah. I think that's a reasonable detail. It's acknowledging that time does not exist in the airport. It was some kind of energy drink, so it should keep me awake. Okay, wait, Mountain, wait, Ma- what, now what? I'm confused. Has she never heard of Mountain Dew before? <laughs> oh my god, I guess so. I don't know. Mountain Dew is not an energy. I, I mean, not a classic. It has a lot energy. of caffeine in it. Yeah, it's but it's notable not a, for having tons of caffeine. But it's not an energy drink. Maybe she means like it's a kind of energy drink. Sure, sure. I drank the entire thing in five minutes. Bad idea. Oh, jeez. Yeah, she's going to have to pee on the airplane. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> if she's any version of me, she's going to have to pee every five minutes. After about 20 minutes, I was bouncing off the walls. How much caffeine was in that energy drink? It's really a soda, not yeah, an energy why drink. They, it's a Mountain Dew hell. Please. On the plane, I couldn't sit still. Once we landed, I ran off the plane and started running around. <laughs> my god like a bird (laughs) what What? (laughs) where did we go that she was able to like get on a plane be on a flight and get off and still have energy florida i guess no we went somewhere Uh, maybe i don't know that's three hours though from new york i don't know i'm just i mean virginia beach or something yeah maybe i don't know i started doing cartwheels around the airport jesus christ now calm down Suddenly, Bill picked me up and threw me onto his shoulder. Oh, what a display. Why are you one year old? <laughs> it's because I left my twins behind. I needed uh, some kind of... You're, yeah, you're channeling their energy. Yeah, <laughs> Those twins is hyper energy. Hey! I think you're a little too hyper. <laughs> okay, Bill. I love you, Billy. Oh, we've never Billy, called him Jesus that. Christ. I know. Oh, slander. Disgusting. This is weird. I love you too. This is so weird. This is weird. This is a nightmare. <laughs> Duncan and I are being forced to say we love each other when we hate it. He had to carry me all the way to our hotel. Jesus Christ, poor Bill. When we got to the hotel, he had to guide me since I kept trying to run in different directions. What? What? <laughs> what is? What is going on? They need to put her like on like those backpacks that are actually a leash. Did you ever have caffeine when you were 12? Yes, absolutely. I was a child. You had caffeine all the time. Um, Is this what happened? Did you turn into a little baby? (laughs) No, I think it's like... Or like a dog? I I think it's kind of a, uh, you know, with the emo kid thing, one of the things would be like, I'm I'm so emo and I'm so hyper and random, rar, that kind of thing. I feel like this is the kind of hyper... That was the stereotype back then. Um, yeah, I, I just I would like, say they were hyper. Yeah, is that an emo thing? That's a, that that was like an as emo scene kid thing. Yeah, you were hyper because you loved candy. I guess I don't know. I don't know. 
Do emo people love candy? The, the emo people of 2012, yeah. Is that is that part of it? That's... I, I don't know. I don't know. This is such a specific subsection of culture. I don't know what to tell you. I think the modern emo, no. But at the time, yes. I would think an emo is only allowed to eat, like, raw potatoes. Because <laughs> it's filled with sadness? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it was a lot less time being spent uh, being sad and more time being spent on, like, persona. I don't know. Everybody likes candy. Yeah, but it was like pop rocks and stuff like that. You know, the punk candy. What? What? <laughs> pop rocks is a punk candy? Absolutely. It explodes in your mouth. That's what makes it fun. That, that If anything, that That's should punk. make it the opposite of a punk candy. What? Why? Because it's a particularly fun candy. A punk candy should be like a, a peppermint or something. Why? Or like a Werther's original, you know? What the hell? What is that? I don't I don't follow at all what you mean. Because we're like, yeah, you know, we don't go in for those fun candies. Oh. I disagree. We've gone way too far off course. I don't know how we ended up at candy. Let's get back to what we were doing. When we got to the hotel, he had to guide me since I kept trying to run in different directions. I felt like a five year old going to New York. My New Wait. York. Yeah, because we were already in New York too. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Bill went to check us in, and I reached into my suitcase. I had another one of those energy drinks for Bill. <laughs> but I drank it instead. Yes! Why? Chaos! What? <laughs> oh, man, she's gonna go get, like, high out of her mind on sugar. So naughty! <laughs> Extremely naughty! She needs a timeout. Yes! Why did we keep... Is it a Mountain Dew or is it an energy drink? It's a Mountain Dew. <laughs> She's drinking too much Mountain Dew. This is so funny. <laughs> I think this is intended to be funny, too, so this is good. This this comedy is landing. Yeah, fair enough. By the time Bill got back, I was twice as hyper as before. Oh, God. God. You were already so hyper. He's going to explode, and he's going to have to clean her off the walls. It's because she drank uh, Mountain Dew and ate Pop Rocks at the same time. <laughs> Come on, let's go to the room. I want to take the stairs. But it's on the 14th floor. I don't care. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's about to, like, run into the street and accidentally join a marathon and win. (laughs) (laughs) Like in Forrest Gump. Yeah. I started running into the stairs, and Bill walked to the elevator. I got there first. Oh, my God. She ran up 14 flights of stairs in, like, under a minute. Amazing. Jesus Christ. Maybe there were a lot of other people on the elevator and it Maybe. stopped at every floor. Oh, Jesus. 14 floors, though. That's not... Oh, man. That's a lot of floors. That's a lot of floors. That's a... She not only has superhuman strength, she has, like, superhuman agility now or something. Endurance. I got there first and had to wait for Bill. When he opened the door, I ran in and I started jumping on the bed. Bill tackled me and ended up on top of me. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to have the world's most hyper sex. Seems like, almost like not appropriate because you're acting like a (laughs) four-year-old. It's just weird. You need to relax. Bill being the voice of reason. I can't. It's the soda. Should have drank a second one, bucko. (laughs) I did it to myself. He kissed me and I smiled. Sad. He kissed down my neck and I giggled. Sadder. (laughs) So sad. And well, you can guess where that went. I have no idea. Oh no! I they couldn't... had more Mountain Dew. Yeah, they had That's more. Where... 
<laughs> and then we had a third. That's a good joke. Yeah, thank you. The next morning I woke up at 12 in the afternoon. Jesus Christ! What? <laughs> they arrived midday! They arrived like... early, right? Yeah. I mean, they they got on an early flight, and they were only on the flight long enough the caffeine hadn't worn off. Yeah. Then and they then went straight to their hotel. Had sex. Had Mountain Dew. <laughs> and then fell asleep. From now on, having sex in this story, because the words sex and having are never used it's just gonna be having a mountain dew that's a euphemism for sex in this story and then they slept for like 12 hours yeah more than that do you think they had a mountain dew together (laughs) oh i'm a big fan of this bit l you have to get up why because it's 12 in the afternoon. God, so Bill's been awake this whole time. He's like, my wife is dead. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm tired. He ended up having to carry me out of bed. Jesus Christ, Al, she's such a mess. What? She's absolutely ruining An this honeymoon. absolute doofus. <laughs> the rest of our honeymoon was spent making out in the pool. Which earned us some dirty looks. Yeah, good. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you deserve it. You deserve those disgusting looks. I agree. Stop making it out in the pool. It's rude. Yeah, and not very sanitary. I agree. Pools are gross. Well, yeah, that's your that's your big thing. You hate pools. But yeah. I like pools. Don't kiss in a pool. The beach and sex. Oh, wait. Ugh. Mountain Dew. Mountain, having a Mountain Dew. Is that the first time she's ever used the word sex? Moments after I came up with a euphemism for it? Are you kidding me? No. The rest of the vacation was spent on the beach in Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Ugh, hate that. Oh, so I guess there's somewhere with a beach. They might be in Florida. That's why I guessed Florida. Two pale folk going out to somewhere where there's a beach? Bold. Best vacation ever. I was excited to see the kids. I practically raced home to see them. I called Karina to tell her I was coming. And now, there's something we haven't had before, which is Karina's POV. What kind of music is behind this? I don't really want to add any music because I'm not sure yet. Uh, so I don't know. I think I'm going to... I I don't know how to read Karina's POV. I've read Dylan's as a, as, a, as a high society woman, but we don't know much about Karina. But I know I can't read her like me, so I'm going to read her... Okay, you know what I've decided to do? We've thought about it, and I'm going to do it kind of like when they interview someone who doesn't want to be seen yeah. on a documentary. Change so, the voice. Yes, it's going to be... You're uh, committing edited. yourself to figuring this out now. Yes, I am, and I'm going to figure it out. I was watching my favorite soap opera, Dolce. Today was like the biggest, like the biggest episode ever. Do you think that's a typo or like an emphasis? I think that's a typo. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. We don't know Karina well enough to know what's going on here. I mean, this is written in her voice. That's true. Maybe her voice has typos in it. Maybe. <laughs> she thinks in typos. <laughs> it's when Rosa kisses her lover Enrique, even though she's married to Juan, and Miguel is madly in love with her. This is a stereotype. Why is our one Latino character watching a novela? I guess we do watch novelas. I think about it. I guess that's not really a stereotype. That is something that we do. I did watch a lot of novelas as a kid. I've pretty much ignored everyone, even though I'm supposed to be watching Jacob, Jumbi, and Katarzyna. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Now, that's 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 kind of interesting. Yeah, I like well, that. She's too busy watching Dolce. Then the phone started ringing. Jacob, get the phone. Oh, I can't. I'm busy. Ugh. Fine, then I'll answer it. I grabbed the phone. Hello? Karina, it's me, Elle. 
Oh, hi. You're back already? What? <laughs> she's like, there's no time when Dolce is on. She didn't even know like a week has passed. Yeah, we'll be over in 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Are the kids okay? Yeah, they're fine. She hasn't seen them in days. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob isn't even the same person. It's an entirely different child. Okay, good. See you in a while. Okay. I toss the phone onto the table. <laughs> Jacob, bring Jumi and Katarzyna in here. How can that small boy carry two babies? <laughs> I mean, I think he's like six foot eight. Yeah, that's true. Six foot eight, 400 pounds. But he does have a hook for a hand. He does, but he carries... He carries them like football style. <laughs> Just <laughs> like facing at, the ground. On his sides, yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't really need hands. <laughs> Fair enough. Why me? Because I told you to. Ugh. Flawless logic. Good boy. <laughs> she pats him on the head. Jacob stomped into the baby's room and I kept watching TV. When Jacob stomps, it like causes an earthquake. <laughs> Uh, Karina, they're not in here. <laughs> oh, goodbye, babies. <laughs> goodbye, babies. <laughs> Toodaloo. <laughs> Hopefully, Jumbi's okay and not Katarzyna. No, they, they're, they, this is an equal opportunity kidnapper. Do you they think took they're going to die? No, I think they're fine. I think Jacob will die. I don't think these babies will die. They're the OG babies. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry I was going to say maybe. Maybe there is a reason we had two of them. Maybe one will die. That's fair. <laughs> Kill the spare. That was you to you. <laughs> Me looking in the mirror preparing to write this chapter. As I'm doing my eyeliner, just say, Kill the spare. <laughs> this is a funny line. Uh, to remind you, Jacob said, Karina, they're not in here. And Karina says, Yes, they are. <laughs> No, they're not. <laughs> Look harder. Maybe they're under a table. <laughs> they're not here. Ah, <laughs> oh, I can never watch TV in peace. <laughs> oh, justice for Karina. Let her watch her TV. I walked into the baby's room and the cribs were empty. Huh. Where'd they go? <laughs> She's like, I suddenly remembered I left them at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Six days ago, I left them in the high chairs at the TGI Fridays. <laughs> They're still just sitting there like, bye-bye. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Be quiet and help me find them. It says quiet, not quiet, proving our theory that Karina thinks Karina in thinks type, and speaks in typos. typos. <laughs> We looked everywhere, but they weren't anywhere. Oh my God, I lost Bill and Elle's kids. Uh, to be fair, she just lost our biological kids. We still have Jacob. Two for three, one for three ain't bad. Consider it is bad. I mean. That's pretty bad. Yeah, actually that is pretty bad. Considering we were also, when it was just Jacob, we were like zero for one, because we lost that one. Right. One for three is better than over one. Yeah. Can't debate that. Yeah. Neither is a particularly good ratio when it comes to losing kids. Yeah, we don't have the best track record, we must we must admit. Jacob was kidnapped. She lit she lost the babies. She just lost No, them. I think this child Well, you don't think this child has also been kidnapped? No, I don't I don't think that. Oh, you think they were literally sitting in a high chair somewhere? No, I think they crawled off and got into a Rugrats esque adventure. <laughs> They're like down the block. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure. I don't know how to interpret the end of that. That is the end of the chapter. I don't know how to interpret that. I know how to interpret it. You really think that they just kind of wandered off? I think they got lost. I think she left them at the park or something. So we're just going to spend the next chapter retracing our steps. Maybe. No, but I think that because we're leaning into this whole curse thing, like something bad. Oh, I forgot about the curse. (laughs) Oh, that stupid curse. Oh, that monkey's paw. (laughs) Yes, uh, because of the curse, I do think that something bad happened to the babies. I don't think any harm will befall them, but... You know. What if gravity reversed for the babies and they're on the, <laughs> the ceiling? babies only. <laughs> they're just sitting on the ceiling. That would be very funny. I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe Sophia herself came and took them. She walked in and she yelled at Karina while she was watching TV. She said, I'm going to take these. And she was like, okay. She put them in her like Santa sack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> strung it over her shoulder and, and just left. H- hitched a cab to Romania. Yeah, to Santamari, Romania, hungry. <laughs> And he's like, oh, okay, that'll cost you extra. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I think there's a toll. (laughs) (laughs) A big toll road. So yeah, my prediction for the next chapter is we're going to either get like a ransom phone call or if it is a Rugrats-esque adventure, we're just going to retrace Karina's steps, I guess. What are your predictions? I mean, I think that gravity reversed just for (laughs) Jumi and Katarzyna and they're on the ceiling. So Jacob and they only have 10 minutes, right? What do you mean? Before Ellen Bill get back? Yes. All right. So the next chapter is going to take place over 10 minutes. Yeah, a 10 minute chapter. They're going to be chapter. in a mad dash. They're yeah. going to be rushing around trying to think of where the babies yeah. could be. And the entire time they were in the playroom just on the ceiling. <laughs> it's a very sitcom-esque premise. I could see that happening. Minus you think the, that would yeah. happen in a sitcom? <laughs> it's not the gravity part. <laughs> oh, okay. And yeah. also, uh, she has two dates for prom. Oh, <laughs> She's going to have a nice heart-to-heart at the end of the episode. Yeah, I, I could see the whole, like, it being a race against time in the next chapter. Yeah. But I, I mostly anticipate that it'll be uh, figuring figuring out where the babies have gone, maybe getting them back in the same chapter. Who what knows? if the next chapter is, like, like 24? It's, like, 1231 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> that would be very impressive in terms of style, and I don't think Elle can do it, so I'm going to say no. That'd be cool. But I would, it, I would it enjoy would, that. Yeah, it would be cool. Let's, let's keep our fingers crossed that we'll have a... 24-esque episode but it's just 10 minutes <laughs> well maybe we'll do a countdown in the episode assuming that l doesn't just immediately show up at the beginning of the chapter we'll do a 10 minute countdown there we go <laughs> with that said uh gravity the curse all that mm-hmm. you know all that nonsense we are going to be signing off for this week you can follow us on twitter at my first fan pod you can like us on facebook at my first fan fiction you can follow us on instagram at first fan fiction podcast and you can email me which baby you want to see saved? The answer is Katarzyna at myfirstfanfiction at gmail.com. June B. <laughs>